It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Hello and welcome to this episode of Kennedy Saves the World. And today I have to save the world yet again from Joe Biden because uh, he will really find ways to screw things up. It's very interesting because when people talk about the president, you know, they say, oh, he's too old. And again, if you look at the nonagenarians in the world, people who are 90 plus, they run circles around this guy. It, it really is not a, about chronological age. And, you know, I will say that over and over again. There are people who are older than the president who are much more capable of running the country. The president is capable of this point at running the country into the ground, the end. And, you know, it's not just me, one of the lonely libertarians left on the planet who feels this way. Uh, it's 70 percent of people, whenever they're pulled, they say the same thing. And you can replace too old with a phrase like, in mental decline, everyone knows exactly what's going on. It's never going to get better. We are never going to go back to 1988 Joe Biden, the plagiarist, thank God. Uh, and that's just what happens with the aging process. When someone is in a state of decline, we don't have the science yet. And I don't think we need to be patient enough to wait around and hope that we find it before the president turns 86 at the end of his second term. So what do we do now? Well, the House Republicans are a step closer, actually two steps closer uh, to impeaching the president. And I'm one of the people who argue that I don't think we are quite there yet. I'm not a huge fan of impeachment unless something has gone horribly wrong. Uh, but there are things in this presidency that have gone horribly rotten. And all you have to do is look at his reaction, the administration's reaction to what is going on with Hamas and Israel in Gaza, and you realize the president, and he does this a lot, he tries to straddle particularly foreign policy issues, and he tries to have it both ways. When, you know, oftentimes in foreign policy, especially when you are on the verge of a much greater war, you have to make some sort of a forceful statement that clearly outlines what your position is. And the president is very good at going back and forth because what happens is, and this is the fatal flaw of many politicians, they want to be liked. Um, and instead of being right or believing very solidly in your policy position, you will vacillate. You'll go back and forth. Well, that's really oscillate, but you will bend toward the will of a group in your party who is very vocally opposed to what you're doing. You have to have the strength and spine to do that. And, and that's what makes a good leader. The president is incapable of that. And not just because he's a mental decline. I think that is one of his chief characteristics is that, you know, he is pretty spineless. You don't really know where he stands or what kind of person he is, which always surprised me about his election because he was never going to be a transformative character. There's not enough about him that makes people curious or inspires loyalty or, you know, a need for a shift in direction because he didn't really provide that because he doesn't have clearly stated positions that allow for a directional shift. 
But what he does have is the ability to make money for his family. And what I've said for a long, long time is being a vice president was great for the Biden corporation, for the people who were, you know, senior vice presidents and voting officers and board members of that family. They were all doing very, very well uh, because Hunter Biden and his uncle Jim and even dear old dad were really good at forging relationships and creating what what one bank investigator raised in 2018, the alarm of the sweetheart deals, and that political kids were being targeted in order to foster these relationships. Hunter Biden uh, became addicted to the idea, clearly, of free money. So Mike Johnson the Speaker of the House on Saturday said, we have the votes for an impeachment inquiry. And then yesterday, uh, James Comer released a bunch of bank records that, you know, again, provide a roadmap to how the family was accessing and laundering money, you know, mostly during the time when Joe Biden was vice president, some of it afterward and sort of the hinterlands between the vice presidency and the decision to actually launch another final bid for the presidency. And and that sweet spot is where the family made a lot of money. And, and that really is indisputable. So these bank records are important because the more we get and the more we glean, it becomes clearer how the family was getting money, particularly from CEFC, which was uh, the Chinese energy entity with ties to the Chinese Communist Party. So that entity was funneling money through Northern International Capital, uh, which, you know, again, was writing big checks to Hudson West 3. And that's where Hunter Biden directly comes in because he had created that business, whatever it was, with Gong Wendong, who was a Chinese national who, you know, maybe was operating as his point man. So it was going from Northern International Capital to Hudson West 3, then to Owasco PC. So, you know, in 2017, August 8th, Northern International Capital sends $5 million to Hunter and Gong Wendong's company, Hudson West 3. And then the same day, Hudson West 3 wires 400000 to Owasco PC. That is Hunter's entity. That is, that is his organization. And then six days later, he sends $150,000 to Lion Hall, which is James, Uncle, Uncle Jimmy, James and Sarah's LLC. And then uh, three weeks later, Lion Hall uh cashes out $50,000 to Sarah Biden. And then five days after that, she writes a check for $40,000. So they, they see how it's like, you know, 5 million goes here and then 400,000 goes here and then 150,000 goes here. So the, the increments get smaller and smaller because there's a, a little bit of a, a graft off the, off the top for each of the people involved in this chain, but it is a pretty direct chain. And then all of a sudden, uh, on September 3rd, Sarah writes a check, uh-oh, to the president, a $40,000 loan repayment. So it's like, no, all right. So if you are repaying a $40,000 loan, show us where you made the original loan in the first place. 
And I, I think people go, oh, okay, that's just families doing business. You know, we all do it. Sometimes you have a, a pipe burst in the middle of the house or you want to put new shingles on the side of your house. I, I get it. And if you don't want to take out a home loan, maybe you've got a public servant of a father-in-law who really shouldn't have too much extra cash lying around if he's really just looking out for the public good. But obviously everyone else in this chain was looking out for their own bottom line. Don't go anywhere. More Kennedy saves the world right after this. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals, to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. And so, you know, eventually the president meets with officials at CEFC, that Chinese energy company. And then in 2018, the bank starts looking at this and raising red flags going, you know, there is a lot of suspicious activity here. And of course, that leads from one investigation to another and a shady plea deal that eventually falls apart. So Hunter Biden is clearly in the middle of this. And, you know, his dad will probably let him take the fall. Uh, They thought that, you know, agreeing to some community service and being on probation, that would be enough to take care of everything. Because in that shady plea deal, as you remember, Uh, there was an agreement that Hunter wouldn't be indicted for anything of any kind in the future. And the judge in that case was like, well, I can't sign off on this because that's very suspicious. And that's when both sides sort of balked and the plea deal fell apart. But my prediction is, you remember the lady from Chipotle who ordered a burrito bowl and her order went so horribly wrong, she threw it at the restaurant worker And so the judge sentenced her to 90 days in jail and told her that he would shorten her sentence by 60 days if she got a job working part-time in the fast food industry. So she agreed to it, but still at the sentencing hearing was like, you know, having said all that, I understand I'm going to go to prison for a month. I'm going to have to work in a fast food restaurant for a few months. I I get it. My bad. Having said that, that burrito bowl still sucked, (laughs) which I love that uh, she had the nards to double down on that. She is going to spend more time behind bars for an impulsive moment, an unacceptable moment. You never 
throw food at someone who's preparing it for you, but she will spend more time in jail than Hunter Biden will for siphoning millions and millions of dollars. And then do you remember the WhatsApp message when Hunter Biden was like, I'm sitting here with my dad, Z, who is a, a Chinese operative in this whole Ponzi scheme. If you don't give us $10 million, then everyone my dad knows and everyone I know and my ability to hold a grudge will make your life very, very difficult. I'm paraphrasing, but it's almost exactly what the message was. And then magically, the entity changed to just include members of the Biden family. And we can only assume that that $10 million went into another account, maybe at another bank whose records have not been subpoenaed yet. But this is all incredibly problematic. And yes, in 2018, James Comer showed that Hunter Biden threw a Wasco PC, which was third in the chain of banks and accounts that got the money from Hudson West, that got it from Northern International Capital, that got it from CEFC. So he is wiring money to his dad, $1,380 a month. And he said it was for a Ford Raptor because he had bad credit because he's a crack addict and, you know, he's got addiction problems and everyone has to feel sorry for him. Well, just because you have addiction problems doesn't give you the right to be an ass. And it certainly doesn't give you the right to break the law and evade taxes. So, you know, and, and that may be fine. But if you were just paying your dear old dad back, you had plenty of money coming in from the filthy, dirty communist Chinese party. So why not just take some of that money and pay yourself legitimately with an above board LLC and, uh, you know, write yourself a check to your personal account and then send money to your dad through that? That's what is so problematic. Um, either Hunter is really, really dumb or becoming president was the worst thing to ever happen to this corrupt set of grifters who was leg humping communists and authoritarians all over the world and, you know, just allowing them to finish into their series of accounts so they could launder the money and give it to each other uh, because that was their free lunch that they dined on for decades. And once people in this highly politicized environment started looking into this, they couldn't turn away. Uh, they, they no longer had plausible deniability. And that's where we are. It's not acceptable for Republicans. It's not acceptable for Democrats. It's not acceptable for Trumps or Clintons or Bushes or Bidens or any other political dynasty. But, you know, we all kind of have to make the choice that if you want this to continue, and at this point, it's elder abuse and usury because they are going to just wring out Joe Biden like a sponge in his remaining days to get the last droplets of commie gold that they possibly can uh, to fill up the accounts before they all end up at the Gray Bar Hotel. Or you can vote for someone different and really insist that they change the rules so this kind of stuff doesn't happen again. And if it does, that there are actual consequences and not just for angry people at Chipotle who throw their burrito bowl at some innocent, hardworking person in a fit of rage. Have I saved it for you? This has been Kennedy Saves the World. I'm Kennedy. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. Oh, go ahead and leave me a review while you're there. I'd love to hear what you have to say. 
You've been listening to Kennedy Saves the World on the Fox News Podcast Network. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, in these ever-changing times, you can rely on Fox News for hourly updates for the very latest news and information on your time. Listen and download now at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.